I want to welcome everybody back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be with you again today. And how blessed we are to be able to have this time each day to come together and open up God's Word and study a little bit more and try to get ourselves in tune with what God's will is for our lives. You know, we keep talking about faith comes by hearing the Word of God. I don't think I can overemphasize that particular passage of Scripture from Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, and we're actually going to look at that in more detail today. But people need to understand faith is the bedrock of our understanding about God and about Jesus Christ and of Christianity. We need to develop our faith. And we're really going to get into that in this particular line of study that we're going to begin today. But see, getting into God's Word is key to developing our faith. So here on Search the Scriptures, we really strive to help you come to a better understanding and a deeper and fuller understanding of God's Word. And that's the best thing that we can do to help you get to heaven. Because again, if we want to know what God has laid out for us as the roadmap between this earth and heaven itself. That's the Bible. So we need to know the basis at the very least of what the Bible teaches us. That's God's will communicated to us through his inspired word. I want to encourage you to go to our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. You can click on the listen button and you can download and listen to and study through hundreds of sermons, Bible studies, and radio programs, and that's all for free. You can also click on our listen, I'm, I'm sorry, on our articles button at the top of the home page, and you can download hundreds of biblically based articles. You can study through those, you can read those, and again, that will help you grow in your understanding and knowledge of God's Word. You can also scroll down on that home page to our podcast button. You can click on that, and within just a few short steps, might take you 60 seconds, you can enroll in our podcasting. Now that's free. And if you do that, you will automatically have sent to your device, whatever it is, your smartphone, your iPad, your computer, whatever it is, you can have all of the sermons, all of the radio programs, all of the today's Bible class, Bible studies sent to your device, and it's all for free. And it will come automatically as long as you're enrolled in our podcasting. So take advantage of those opportunities. And again, it's free, churchofchrist.com. I also want to encourage you to have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready. At the end of the program today, we'll tell you how you can contact us and receive the free Bible study that we always offer. And we mean free. We'll even take care of the postage. So have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready, and you can ask for that. You can contact us and ask for that free Bible study, and again, we'll take care of the postage. You can also receive a copy of today's program on CD for free, and again, we'll take care of the postage. So be ready to write down that information by which you can contact us. Now we're going to start a new line of study today, and it's about faith, as I alluded to a few moments ago. Your faith depends upon you. People, a lot of times, they kind of just go around the periphery as to faith 
and a lot of people think, okay, well, I have faith. Okay, well, tell me about it. And they really have a hard time talking much about what their concept of their faith is. Many people think that just believing in God and believing in Jesus is real faith. But it's not really what faith is as taught in the New Testament. Now, that's the beginning of it, but it has to develop into something a whole lot more profound and a whole lot deeper to be real saving faith. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11, beginning with verse 1 and reading down through verse 3. The Hebrews writer tells us first the definition of faith from the biblical perspective. He says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, there are a whole lot of people who are, well, they just don't have much faith, if any. They don't count that as being very important, if at all. And so they'll really kind of downplay the idea of faith in God and faith in his word and faith in Jesus as God's son and our Lord and Savior. Now, many of those would be outright, uh, out, outright uh, atheists, but there are others who would be something pretty close to an atheist, but they might be skeptics or, or agnostics or just some people who really would not place any particular title on their belief system or non-belief system, but they just don't really see much in the area of faith. And so they would downplay faith as taught in the New Testament, faith in God, faith in Christ, faith in the Holy Spirit. And they would say, you know, that's just, that's just a wild dream or a wish. It's, it's unsubstantiated. It's something that, you know, you cannot prove. It's a blind leap in the dark. And that's become a very popular kind of description of people who are skeptical about real faith in God. They'll say, you know, yeah, yeah you have faith in God. That's, that's just a blind leap in the dark. You can't prove it. You can't see him. You can't touch him. You can't hear him. You can't smell him. So they say, you know, it's just a blind leap in the dark. Well, the Hebrews writer says it is exactly the opposite of a blind leap in the dark. It is exactly the opposite of a wild, unsubstantiated, unrealistic dream or wish or belief system. The Hebrews writer says in verse 1 of Hebrews chapter 11, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, we understand what substance is. If you're driving along in your car right now, you probably have your hands on the steering wheel. At least I hope you do. <laughs> well, that steering wheel is made of some kind of substance. It might be a combination, some kind of mixture of plastic and rubber or, or something else. But it has substance. You can feel it, okay? The Hebrews writer says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We look all around us, and in order to have a proof of something, we look for evidence of its existence. Well, can we reach out and hold God's hand in a physical way and feel the substance of his hand in our hand? Well, of course not. God is spirit. We are flesh. But that does not take away from the fact that we can look around us and see the evidence of God's existence. The very creation itself. 
When we see the universe with all of the constellations, the sun, the moon, the stars, all of the planets and all of the moons around those planets and so on, as far as we can see with our naked eye and even farther with a telescope, we can see the evidence of a creator behind that creation. And that is evidence of the existence of God. When you go back to Genesis chapter 1 in verse 1, the text begins, the very first verse in the Bible, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. So when we see all of that that we observe in the universe, and especially in a more close-up view, when we look at this world, this earth, and everything upon it, and everything around it, we see how it is in such harmony, and how one system supports another system. It all comes together in, and dare I say, perfect order. Now some people might challenge that, but you explain to me what is not perfect about the order in which our world exists and operates. When you really get into some of the deeper depths of analysis of how everything works together so well upon this earth to sustain life and to, and to sustain the existence of our world as we experience it, I think you would have to say perfect order. And then when you look at the life forms upon this earth and how they are designed, obviously, in intricate detail to live and to support life, again, the perfect order of God's creation. So that, what we see around us, that substance, we walk upon the face of this earth, that's the ground, that substance. We pick a flower, we eat some kind of food that is here and sustained and again so interdependent upon the various systems that that exist and operate upon the face of this earth and in our atmosphere and we see substance there that's evidence but that also is the evidence of the things that are not seen we don't see god with the visible eye but we see god through the substance of his creation and the evidence of his existence that is so observable, again, in the perfect order in which we live upon this planet. And it, we see how it all operates together so perfectly. The next verse goes on and says, for by it, that is by faith, which is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. And then in verse three, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God and that the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. Well, again, if you go back to the Genesis account in Genesis chapter 1, the creation account, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then when you go through those six literal days of creation, God, you read the account where it would say, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Or God said, let there be, and that was. Whatever it was that he was bringing into existence at that particular time, God brought that into existence, and the verbal command became reality. 
So by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now we're talking about power far beyond anything that we see in this world, anything that we experience from a physical perspective in this world. God spoke and they came into, into existence. So the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. So there was nobody who came along and put together some kind of construction plan and then built the earth and built the various life forms upon this earth. No, no. God said, let there be, and there was. So faith is not based upon a wild wish, an unreasonable proposition, a unrealistic dream. It's not a, a blind leap in the dark. Faith is based upon substance and evidence. And we see that substance and evidence all around us. God created everything that we see and observe and experience. God is. And our faith in him is not blind. It is based upon the reality of his existence that is observable all around us. Now, considering this text, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 3, let me suggest to you, in kind of a vivid imagery kind of format, what is faith? Well, faith is our crystal ball. It is our crystal ball assuring us of our salvation and eternal life in heaven. Oh, yes, by faith, we can look into eternity, and we can look into our ultimate destiny by faith. Faith is also our telescope, enabling us to see what cannot be seen with the naked eye, and that is God, Christ, the Holy Spirit, and heaven itself. We can see that reality. Now, yes, we have God and Christ and the Holy Spirit described for us in the scriptures. We have a description of heaven itself laid out for us in the scriptures. But right now we cannot see, again, God, Christ, the Holy Spirit, spirit beings. We're flesh, fleshly. So we're finite in our abilities and our observations and our capabilities. But we can see through faith, the reality, the existence of God and Christ and the Holy Spirit. And through faith, communicated to us through the scriptures, we can see that wonderful, blissful, beautiful, glorious city of heaven itself. Faith is also our looking glass into the past, showing us the origin of the universe and this world and life and our relationship with God. So we can understand all of that. We can get a view of all of that through faith. Now the Apostle Paul also put another identity, vivid imagery upon our faith. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 16, he said, faith is our shield with which we can fend off all of the devil's attempts to lead us into sin. I believe the King James Version actually says the fiery darts of the devil. 
Well, that's, again, vivid imagery, meaning to describe the temptations that he throws at us to lead us into sin, or the trials and tribulations that he tries to confront us with, challenging our faith in God and in Christ and Christianity. So faith is a shield. It's like a, we're a warrior in battle, and we always are in battle against the devil. And so our faith is the shield that we hold before us. And as the devil tries to strike us down or tries to throw those temptations at us, like a, an opposing warrior would a shield, or rather a spear, our faith fends those off, deflects those, casts them aside. And all of that is faith. All of that is faith. So a crystal ball assuring us of our salvation and eternal life, a telescope enabling us to see what cannot be seen with the naked eye, God, Christ, the Holy Spirit, heaven itself. And faith is our looking glass into the past, showing us the origin of the universe and of this world and of life on this world and of our relationship with God having, be crea- having been created in his image. And faith is our shield, powerful, effective, to deflect all of the temptations and all of the difficulties that the devil might try to throw at us, protecting us from all of his wiles and all of his schemes and attempts to bring us down. So. How is your faith? How is your faith? And you know, so many people, we live in kind of a, well, I shouldn't say even kind of, we live in very much of a victimization kind of mindset in our culture today. We have digressed in our taking responsibility for ourselves and our lives and our choices that we make on an ongoing basis And we try to deflect that responsibility and blame our bad choices, our bad directions in life, our our wrong lifestyles. We try to blame it on somebody else or maybe a whole number of other people or maybe on factors that we look at and say, well, that just, I couldn't change that. That just happened. That's just the way it is. Well, no, it's vitally important for us to realize each one of us, that your faith depends on you. Your faith depends on you. Some people think that faith is just given to us. No, the opportunity of faith is presented before us. But remember the basic definition of faith. It is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And how do we develop that faith? The formula is given to us in Romans 10 and verse 17 again. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Or boiled down, faith comes by hearing the word of God. So faith is reasonable, it is logical, it is objective in our understanding of just exactly what it is and how it develops. God does not give faith to some people and withhold it from other people. He leaves it up to us, having been created in his image, to come to him through his word, 
to learn of him and learn of his will for our lives, to receive his direction for our daily and lifelong living before him. And as we do that through his word, as we study, remember what the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. The King James Version actually begins that version with the word, or that verse with the word study. Other translations will translate it along this line. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing or correctly handling and applying the word of truth, which is God's word. So we need to study God's word. That's how we begin to develop our faith. Again, vitally important that each one of us realize that your faith depends upon you. It depends upon you in its initial development. It depends upon you in being strengthened. And it also depends upon you in any process through which it would become weakened. Your faith depends upon you. Now we've introduced this particular study and I'll leave you today with the question again. How is your faith? How is your faith? You need to look to yourself and answer your question. How is your faith? It depends upon you. Let's pray as we close. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for blessing us with your word to guide us in your will and our understanding of your will. We thank you, Father, for blessing us with the opportunity to have faith in you and in your Son and in the Holy Spirit. And please guide us in our faith always and guide us to nurture it so we can be strong in faith. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer. In Christ's name, amen.